Hello, everyone. So, my name is Takia, and I have started my very own podcast called The Interruption Podcast. And today, I want to just kind of talk about the Shikari incident going on with the Olympics and her testing positive for marijuana. Um, and I'll basically just talk about certain things in the news, you know, random topics of just things that me and, you know, people I know talk about education, history, politics, all that type of stuff. Um, just fun stuff, you know, serious topics. Cause I do get serious from time to time, just a place to have an outlet for me to just kind of have conversations about things that I want to talk about in a wide range with more people. Um, so to start off, basically I'm seeing that, you know, I think maybe last week we seen that she did test positive for marijuana and basically she got suspended for 30 days. Well, it just came out that she didn't get picked for, I think it was the four by a hundred or something like that, um, relay and they didn't pick her for the team. So, I'm just starting to see all of these people, um, mainly a lot of black people online, saying that they're going to boycott the Olympics. My first question is, so what about all the other black people who made it to their teams in the Olympics? Because Shikari is not the only black person who made it to the Olympics. Let's not forget about Gabby Gabby Douglas, who's been working her butt off to get to the Olympics. And she got, and you know, I don't understand, like... You can't, there's guidelines that have to be followed. Even Shakari said that herself. I take, she said, I take responsibility and I'm going to be accountable for that because, you know, it is what it is. People are acting like people who violate the rules when it comes to drug testing don't get reprimanded. The Russians can never fucking do the Olympics because they always coming up with some type of drugs in their tests. So, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, we just deem one person to be the face for something when there are multiple faces. And I just think that it's unfortunate that we are trying to take away her saying that she's accountable herself because we feel like, you know, they shouldn't tell her she shouldn't be a part of the Olympics because of marijuana we think marijuana isn't a big deal it is what it is it's the guidelines she's not the only one now i do understand the arguments about you know the whole um wrap for your hair for the swimmers and how they're they saying they can't use that now those arguments i do understand i feel like those are a little bit more legitimate you know what i'm saying um or the the females with the high testosterone levels and like oh well they should have just taken you know, birth control, like there's like what they don't want to, what they didn't want to, if that was going to harm them more, who, you know, I don't know. But to, to, for this story in particular to be the headline and the narrative around it is y'all discriminating against her because she black and y'all know she's going to beat everybody, blah, blah, blah. I just don't believe in that part. Like, I just feel like, you know, I don't I don't think that's the reason why she's not a part of it. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't think that's it. I don't think that's the reason why she isn't running, you know. 
unfortunately, she just got to get more disciplined the next time around. She's got to be more disciplined. She's got to take it. You know, yes, I understand what's going on with her grandmother and stuff. But if you're trying to get to the Tokyo Olympics and these are guidelines, I am not finna up. I am not about to miss this opportunity. I'm going to actually make sure I get there because my grandmother wanted me to see to see me there. You know, so I think that's where her her thing is. Like, you know what? It's my fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, I shouldn't have done it. Like, it is what it is. Next four years, she'll be there. Unfortunately. You know what I'm saying? And that's just something she's got to be accountable for. And it's a learning lesson for her. But we can't try to take that learning lesson away from her because we want to make it about our feelings about the Olympics. It's not about really our feelings about the Olympics as far as the the situation of her actually up participating and the reason why she's not participating I feel like it's just a whole lot of rah-rah going on about it you know what I'm saying and I just feel like Shikari knows that she messed up and I feel like Shikari is just taking it upon herself to be accountable she haven't even said anything since she didn't make the team you know like she hasn't even said a statement herself yet we are already speaking for her you know so or people are already speaking for her so i don't know like definitely you can comment and let me know like what you think about it i feel like are we kind of getting to a place where um we're trying to always make a certain black person the head of something even though they're not the only person participating in that particular idea sport whatever it may be like i feel like it's dude i feel like it's kind of messed up like i feel like maybe we are getting that way but do you feel that way like maybe you know maybe y'all feel like no it's weed it shouldn't be that serious but i feel like no it's not it's not it's, it is that serious because it's the olympics and you cannot have any these certain type of drugs in your system and we're not going to sit here and act like people other people of different races haven't been reprimanded for having drugs in their system every other four years we laughing at russia because they can't they can't be a part of it because what russia doing steroids something some type of drug they're not supposed to be doing you know, so I feel like if she's holding herself accountable, why can't we be like, okay, she's holding herself accountable, we're holding her accountable, and we're moving forward, and we're going to make sure we still celebrate and support the other black individuals who are a part of the Olympics, because I'm sure y'all haven't even, have any of y'all even tried to see who else is part of the Olympics, like Shikari popped up, and then boom, y'all act like Shikari was the only one, and I feel like when, when we say that, it's like we're coming, to, we're against Shikari, but we're not against Shakari. We're saying Shakari was one of many that we're proud of. And we're not going to not now support them because Shakari messed up her opportunity to go to the Tokyo Olympics. And I feel like that's what it is. Like, at the end of the day, she messed up her opportunity. And she said she messed up her opportunity. What I'm about to sit here and act like she didn't mess up her opportunity for? What, what is that doing good for me? And I just feel like it's unfortunate that here you... A, a whole group of people are going to say they're not going to, they're not going to, excuse me, watch the Olympics simply because the, their favorite didn't make it. So would you, I mean, what are we supporting everybody that's made it, that were black and of African descent to the Olympics or are we not? You know, like, I feel like we got to get more focused and more on code. Like I always say, if you know me, I say this a lot. And we're on code at the end of the day. Like, I, I just think we have to get our emotions in check when it comes to this type of logic. Like, this type of logic, yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, like, 
there is another Olympics. We don't have our own Olympics that has our own rules. These were the rules to abide by. To abide by. Like, so if they bent the rules for her, now are they bending the rules for everybody? Is that, and is that what we want? So is that what we, and that's another question. So is that what we want where everybody's just bending corners, under tables, all this stuff? Is, is that where we're trying to get to? Nobody's accountable for anything. We already have that problem with, um, hello, da, 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 the police force. So <laughs> where exactly are we about to get with this? So I don't know. I just think it's some things to think about. Those are definitely my thoughts on the whole Shikari Tokyo Olympic situation. I feel like she needs to be held accountable. She's holding herself accountable. She messed up the she messed up the opportunity to go to the Tokyo Olympics, and that is something that she has to deal with. It is unfortunate. I did look forward to seeing her there, but I will be there for her in the next four years, God willing. And that's it. I feel like that's the end of that. Boom. Now we want to start a conversation about some of the. For real, um, like unfair treatment or whatever going on, then yeah, let's have a conversation. But this is a straw man argument, if you ask me. Like, no. Um, so let me know what you guys think about that. I would definitely like to know what people feel because I know some people feel like I don't care. I'm riding with her either way, and I still am riding with her. And that's what I mean. I'm riding with her because she herself said that she's accountable for her. So that's that's how I look at the whole riding with her situation. But I'm also a very, you know, logical person. So I don't really know. Like, you know, I'm not really highly emotional in that area. So I'm not really sure. Like, um, and like, I'm not coming out saying like, oh, I don't think anybody is. You know, I think... And then the people, the people who are kind of bashing her, we wasn't paying attention to them anyway. They've been making noise. They've been mad she was going to the Olympics. We wasn't paying attention to them until she wasn't going anymore. So, I don't know. Y'all let me know what y'all think. I feel like at the end of the day, my synopsis of all of that is you have to be accountable for your mistakes, for things you do wrong, whatever it may be, you have to hold yourself accountable so that you can grow from that situation and do better the next time. And it doesn't become a habit of making these poor choices. You all have a great day. Um, I will be back with my next topic in, um, Definitely let's start a dialogue in the comments or, you know, if you would like to come on my podcast and have a conversation about something in particular, just shoot me a DM or something like that. Um, make sure you follow me at So Selling Poet. I mean, I'm sorry. So Selling Poet on Instagram and Twitter. Um, yeah, that's it. Y'all have a good day. I'm out. Okay, so, y'all, welcome back to the Interruption Podcast with Takia. You already know. No, but for real. Um, I want key, I want to talk about, I want to just get straight into it. I want to talk about this whole bonding situation. Like, I want to, because at first, with the whole bonding situation, it was kind of like, I don't know, like my mom, personally, me growing up. My mom was just, like, a strict parent, period. Like, if you know me, my mom was a strict parent, period. Like, she's a strict parent. So, like, my mom wasn't really into, you know, like, we always lived, like, down the street from the corner store or something. So, like, my mom was never, like, if she see me going outside with my scarf on or my bonnet or my hair looking a hot dog mess, 
where are you going? Looking at her like I'm going to the corner store. She like, no the hell you not going to the corner store looking like that. And I'm like, but it's the corner store. I don't give a damn if it was a goddamn, you know, forest. Like, she was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you're going to look presentable going out of my house like I take care of you. That was her thing. So that is naturally kind of how I grew up. My mindset was kind of like very seldom and rarely would I be walking around outside with a bonnet on. If you really start seeing me with a bonnet on outside, I was grown and I'm my mama's house and living on my own. <laughs> Honestly, you know, so that was how I looked at it. Like, it's just how I grew up. Some people didn't grow up like that, whatever. But as the time has gone on and I've been paying attention more to the dialogue and, you know, just what people are talking about. And black women in particular, I'm starting to see this type of conversation of, you know, why y'all worried about what people look like when they go somewhere? Worry about yourself. Black women, we can never just be ourselves. We can never just, you know, dress how we want to dress, go somewhere and nobody say anything about it. Like, I don't understand. Y'all always worried about black women all the time. Now, in some, in, in, in a lot of other different aspects, this is very true. But let's, I just want to make one, one thing very clear. I am a black woman through and through and through and through. You know what I'm saying? But there is, there is this thing where we can't be criticized by even our own. Like, I understand we don't want outsiders critiquing us. You don't understand when we go through, you're not a black woman. You don't know. But when we're at a place now where even your own fellow black woman can't, you know, fix your crown for you, let you do it. I mean, what's up? That's a dangerous place to be, if you ask me. That's very dangerous because we're not going to sit here and act like we don't critique every and anything that come across our god darn eyes. <laughs> what? We the first. Uh-uh. You look a hot mess. Uh-uh. No. We are the first. The very first. If not the always the first. You know what I'm saying? We 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 the standard. No, you didn't do that right. Then baby here's looking a mess. Uh, why would you go outside looking like that? Uh, you know, Dudes walk around here sagging. Y'all need to pull y'all's pants up for it. That's unattractive. Ain't nobody trying to... We can say it all day. But can't nobody say it to us. And I don't care how anybody feels me saying this. It's true as hell. Because we're not going to sit here and act like some of y'all don't be looking a hot-ass mess outside in public. And that's just period, point blank. If you proud of looking a hot-ass mess, then you need to just be proud of looking a hot-ass mess. Cause I'm gonna, cause somebody, maybe not me in particular, but somebody gonna say something. If you always got something saying, if you if you say what you gotta say, what make you think somebody else don't say what they gotta say, even if it's about you? I don't know. I just feel like we're at that place. Like, okay, yeah, I can get down with. I don't want everybody and their mama critiquing us. You know what I'm saying? We can critique ourselves, but we're not even trying to critique ourselves. We only want to hear it. Well, Monique, you're on, you're, okay, but here you are with a robe on and no bra. At least you can't see her fucking titties. Y'all be out here in a cami, titties about to pop out the, pop out the shirt. 
What are you talking about? What are you, I mean, what are you like? I don't understand really what you're trying to combat here, what you're saying. Like, I don't understand the argument to, at the end of the day, uh, let's not act like the airport didn't used to be a place of business. Come on, y'all. Stop playing with me. If we want to own and say that this is what we want to do, then you just need to do that. But to sit here and act like, People can't have their perspective on what it looks like and what it translates as is ridiculous because there's a whole group of people who do certain things we think is totally distasteful and we speak about it. And why, how come nobody, okay, how come our own can't, hey, ladies, we looking crazy out here for real, like. We out here trying to be businesswomen, da 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 blah, blah, blah. It's a certain way you got to present yourself. Uh, don't let all these people with money fool you. Please don't. Please, please don't. Just please don't. Just please, I just feel like as black women, it ain't just everybody and not us. We're in 2021 now. Come on, let's get serious. Like, why are we in denial about it? Why are we denying what it, what some of y'all out there looking like? Whether it's the airport, the gas station, the, 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 the restaurant, the doctor's office. What are you talking about? You walking around in pajamas all day. If that's what the hell you want to do, that's what you want to do. But guess what? Somebody going to say, she like she look like she don't care about nothing. She, she in pajamas all day. Because what are pajamas translated as? Bedtime clothing. We're not going to act like they're not. I don't care what you're wearing them for. I mean, like, what? Like, I don't know. I just feel like, bro, it's getting a little ridiculous to me at this point. It's like, bro, it's, it's kind of honestly, for real, real shit, exhausting. It's exhausting because now you're saying we just not going to change because of all this stuff we've been through. But want to be constantly frustrated with the babies who's stubborn and they're not going to change. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just me. Like, I'd have been cool with the conversation about it. It was like, well, I understand I look tacky and I don't mind looking tacky. It is what it is. But y'all like defending it. Like, how can you just assume that I'm a tacky person? Because what what do you mean? Uh, what are you talking about right now? You're at the airport with pajamas on and a bonnet. You can be tired with a with your hair and a and a ponytail, some slacks, a t-shirt, and some tennis shoes. What are you quit playing with me and getting put your pajamas on when you arrive to your destination? What are you talking about? And if that's something you don't want to do, then you need to just say that. Don't try to defend it like it's something grand. Because it's really, it's not. It is exactly what it is and exactly what it looks like. We acting like we don't have all of these standards for all of these all of these different situations for all of these different things. I don't like that. I don't like that denial. You know, I just don't like all that gaslighting we be doing. I just think that's lame. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not going to get anywhere with that. We're really not going to get anywhere with that. 
at all. Like, where are we about to get with that? It's like, well, I'm just exhausted with everybody worried about what black women are doing. Okay, and people might be exhausted with black women worried about what everybody else is doing or a particular group is doing. Black men might be exhausted with our motherfucking asses always talking about what the fuck they're doing and not doing, what they look like. They might be exhausted with that. You act like people aren't exhausted with us. And we can just talk about black people in particular. We don't even have to talk about another group of people. We exhaust people, people exhaust us. I mean, come on, like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm not feeling this whole, you can't tell me anything, you can't say anything, you can't try to tell me something that I may need to fix or something that I can do better. Nope. But I'ma get mad when I fall on my face and I'm nobody's there for black women. Nobody's nobody's trying to help. No, no okay, all right. Monique come out and say blah 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 blah. She already came out to regret it. Role she did in movies and stuff. She's already been accountable for things like that. And y'all mad? But let her not be doing anything at all. And y'all mad? It's insanity. It's insane. It's freaking insane. We can't be accountable for anything. I mean, literally nothing. We have to throw something out there onto why we're not going to do it. And then we're frustrated that we're still in this cycle all the time. And I mean, some people might feel like the kid, bro. What, whatever, bro. Like, I don't want to hear that because black women, we're the most criticized women of all, all the time. Okay, I understand that. You don't want to accept criticism from outsiders. But when you can't even accept criticism from your own, there's a problem, honey. I don't care how you feel about that. There's an issue. There's an issue with you being able to be accountable, be responsible, and grow as a person. And that's an issue for our community. That's an issue. That's an issue. And it translates to our life if you ask me directly directly we're stubborn as hell you know we don't want to go get get any type of criticism from someone who loves us and then if we're super damaged from all of the trauma we you know feel like on our own time and our own terms whatever the hell we gonna feel like it Get back right in our mind, our body, our spirit, and our soul. What are you talking about? We don't have the time for that, though. (laughs) We don't. We just don't. And that's something we're going to have to accept. It's a lot of stuff as black women we really going to have to just swallow. And pull up our big girl panties and move on with it. And I'm not talking about anything like raising children and being a single mom and going to work nine to five, I'm not talking about none of that. I'm talking about your inner self, your inner work. Because you can be doing all that on autopilot, period. We were, most of us were raised on autopilot and we know that. And I think that to show grace, there are a lot of black, younger adult women my age who are trying to change the narrative, but it's not easy, period. You know, we out here competing with each other, competing with the older generation, younger generation for at least my age group because we getting into our, about to be into our 30s. 
So now we're looking at 20, 21, 22. Some of, them, some of us are trying to compete with them. And that's the truth. Instead of transitioning, <laughs> like, I just feel like shout out to, of course, every woman out there who is exhibiting and practicing non-toxic behavior. I'm not in particularly talking about you, but we have to have a conversation about it and we have to hold other women accountable. We got to hold them accountable. If, I, if I'm doing it, you're doing it. Period. We worried. We just so worried about everybody because we know we always constantly, constantly feel attacked. I understand that and I get it. But we have to start looking at how it's translating in our personal life. And this right here, bro, get out of here with all acting like quit playing with me just stop playing with me just stop i don't care i don't want to hear it there are people out there looking like that looking just the way she said looking just the way the picture looking just like that and what do we think when we see that person people and people want to be superficial i don't think anything that person is who they are okay yeah but you're probably not thinking they're going to anywhere professional or anywhere you're because this is the airport so you're not thinking you're not thinking that they're thinking about getting on an airplane and being in public and just having on some pants and a shirt And then I feel like the reason why we say that part in particular, because as black women, we're business women. We're on our gang. We're the most educated women out here. We holding businesses. Please. Uh, not dressing like that. No, you're not. Uh, that's just what come with the game. I feel like we be mad because of what the game is. And then we don't make another game. So we just complaining and moaning about the game we in. We all playing the game. Either you're going to play or you're not. And I feel like at the end of the day, if you're going to walk around in pajamas all day, then I'm going to think you going to bed all day. You must not have nothing to do all day because you're in pajamas. And if you have something to do and you're in pajamas and I'm perceiving you as not having nothing to do because you're in pajamas, whose fault is that? It damn sure is not my fault. Because if it wouldn't even be a conversation if you didn't give a damn. It was like, oh no, you're y'all making it a big deal. No, you're making it a big deal. Cause Monique could have said what she said. Y'all would have been like, whatever, Monique. And moved on. But no, y'all still want somebody to look at y'all as business when you dressed up as I'm tired. <laughs> y'all can kiss my ass. And that's for real. I still love y'all though. But on that topic, kiss my ass. I don't care. We're gonna always disagree on that and that's just what it is quit acting like it's not a big deal for at least my age group when you go into the airport if you're not regularly going to the airport and even people who are regularly going to the airport dress regular they definitely not dressing like they're going to bed they dress like it's the middle of the day so <sighs> i digress what y'all think about that that's how I feel about it. Kind of went on a tangent. But I'll be just having to really say that. Because I just feel like as a black woman, I'm really starting to realize can't nobody tell us nothing, including our own. So what, who, what, what, what's the sounding board? Because we're not looking in the mirror for the reflection. We don't see nothing wrong. <laughs> so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe y'all gonna tell me, Tequino, you're wrong because this, 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 and that. But 
that's how I feel about that. And that's just me being 100 with you. Like, that's honestly how I feel about it. Like, I think that it's just a whole bunch of, I don't want nobody to say anything to me, nothing to me. And so I feel like that's not the right approach to have for us to grow and move forward because of the condition that we are in. And I'm very much so aware of it. Maybe a lot of us are not aware of it, but I am. And I feel like if we always got something to say about dudes and black men and what they need to be doing and what they don't need to be doing and how they need to be dressing for us to feel find them appealing and take them serious, then who do we think that we are that can't nobody tell us? Like, excuse the hell out of us. Excuse you. Oh, I didn't know that it was one-sided. I didn't know this was that. So, I still love black women as a whole. I say all of this out of love on my mama. I swear, it's out of love. It really is out of love. Because I'm down always. Never against. Always for. But I'm going to be real with us. And I'm going to be real with you. I'm just going to be honest. And and that's going to be that. So, y'all enjoy your day. Let's talk about it in the comments. What y'all think? Am I going a little too hard? Well, what's kid back up? Huh? Wait a minute. Or do you agree? Like, nah, for real. Like, you know what? Yeah, you know, damn. Like, not even us can say, hey, you know, sis, fix your crown. Like, it's about to fall off your ear. You like, I don't care. It falls off my ear. All right, babe. <laughs> okay. That's what this house coming across. So, I don't know. Make sure y'all follow me on Instagram and Twitter at So Selling Poets. And um, peace and love. Hello, everybody. I hope everybody is having a wonderful day. I'm back with another episode on the Interruption Podcast. My name is Takia. I am your host, whatever you want to call me. But let's just get right into it. So, um, a couple of days ago, I had put up a post um, kind of talking about Carrie Hilson's tweets that she tweeted that went viral. And I gave my opinion on it. And so, her tweets to sum it up, basically she just talked about how a lot of women desire to be with a man who they feel like allow them to be feminine and kind of in touch with that femininity so that they can, they feel become more submissive and softer and just a lot more light in the relationship, partnership um And then she kind of went into various ways and explained what she meant by that. And a lot of women agree with that. And I don't um, think that it's untrue. I won't say that it's untrue because I know that a lot of women feel that way. In my opinion that I put up, I disagree. And I didn't disagree on thinking that she was wrong. I just disagreed on the terminology she used within how she said it. You know, I felt like as a man, that translates to me as you come ready 
I just have to unlock some special levels in you to get that from you, to to get that femininity from you. And I just feel like that's not fair. I don't agree that that is fair. And the reason why I don't agree it is fair because probably back in 2013, I decided to start my journey on um, just kind of understanding men more. Um, And it's hard, you know, it's not easy. But I know that I did kind of start that journey. And I can even say, even through my last relationship, I practiced that. I really did. I wasn't perfect, but, you know, it really just taught me you can't be with someone who doesn't know how to communicate. You know, it just, you really can't be mad at that, you know. So, I mean, you can be mad, but you got to be more upset with yourself for even, you know, putting yourself in that situation. But neither here nor there. I decided that I was going to just, Try and learn how to be more accountable as a woman, you know, specifically a black woman because I'm black um, or Aboriginal, Indigenous, you know. So I I felt like um, I want to examine more our mindset and I want to examine more of how we ultimately display behavior in relationships, not even just romantically. And, you know, I'm 20, about to be 28 years old in October now. I probably was like 20 back then. So almost a decade later, I have learned that we have gone through so much trauma that we have decided that responsibility or like um, accountability, maybe I should say accountability and being responsible for your own actions and your own life doesn't even matter anymore, you know, because when we was trying, we was trying, kept getting me down, kept getting me down, and it's just like, all right, forget it, I'm going to do what I want. Um, that's at least how it's, it comes across. Um, and I'm a black woman through and through. Like, I am a black woman. I live a black woman experience. I have since the day I was in my mom's womb. You know what I'm saying? Like... And I just, I just feel like, and regarding that particular statement she made, you are going to be with who you are. H- how can you hide who you quote unquote are until this specific person makes you feel comfortable enough to be who you are saying you are not truly are? I don't quite understand that part right there because most of us especially black women that I know and that I grew up with single or not before you know looking at some of your cousins my little cousins or whatever like you don't really know femininity anyway to begin with so you telling me that this man has to unlock something and you And if you are being totally, completely honest with yourself, most of us, we don't really even know what that looks like. Do we even sit back and think about, were we feminine before this man came in my life? Was I a feminine woman when I was single? Am I a feminine feminine woman, period? Are you a feminine woman? And if you are a feminine woman, Don't keep doing a disservice to yourself. 
Date who you are. Date who you are. If you are a woman that is feminine, then you should be dating a man where you can feel like I like operating in my feminine space with you. <laughs> That's the way I'm going to put it. Because I, if I am feminine, I am a feminine woman. You can't take that away from me. You know what I'm saying? Even if all the things that a woman can go through, if she's a, if you are a feminine woman, you are a feminine woman. And if you have been hardened, you can say, I'm working on getting my femininity back. I just feel like, I don't know. It's not fair that we don't have to do any really thing to awaken anything in a man. Like, I don't see much of that rhetoric going on. There's not a lot of conversation about that. Um, and it's like, we can't hijack certain things just because we feel slighted about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, just as much as they grew up not knowing how to treat a woman, a lot of us did as well. And that translated to experiences that you can't take away from the other. I think a lot of it boils down to doing, you know, your self-work and understanding who you are and making sure that you are always operating in a space where you see your reflection and the reflection that you feel is what you need to be productive, etc. It's not fair to sit here and say a man now has to allow you to feel this way because you don't have to be with that man you don't have to be waiting on that man to do that if this is who you are go and get who you are why sit here and waste time with what you aren't and I really think that that's really what it really translates to but it's hard for us to say that because We value what a lot of people view as wasting time as investments. (laughs) And so I feel like when you make it that type of vocabulary and equate it to that type of verbiage, yeah, it's hard to let go. It's a lot of entitlement there. It's a lot invested there. And I just feel like we both have things to work on, men, black women, and black men. We both have things we have to work on to be able to be conducive for one another, to be able to allow a man to feel safe as well. Because how many of us women were hard? How many men are already like adapted to dating toxicity just from the way they were? Raised, So a lot of men already date black women who are a display toxic behavior. A lot of reasons why, because they display toxic behavior or they grew up in toxic behavior. So it's like, if we can be honest and say, man, most of the time for real, when I think about my relationship with my man, he, me being around him, being more comfortable, I became more soft because of myself. And then in return, I realized that my femininity unlocked things in my man. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that. I really don't. Because if you are a feminine woman, what is this man allowing you to be? Other, I mean, why would you even want to deal with them? That's just being, you know, if we be honest about what we deal with, myself included. 
So it's like, I feel like when we take accountability in the areas that we can, we really propel a lot. It's almost like a leap, like a bigger jump than the smaller step from going around the path in this complicated manner. You know, I don't know. I just feel like I understand where Carrie Hilson is coming from, but I also feel like it's omitting a lot of things personally that we already are as women and what we already bring to the relationship and how we already have this view of expecting a man to have to do all of the work while we sit back and we feel like we garner what we are entitled to. That is selfishness. That is that that is what that is. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's okay to admit that and say, I really got to get to a place where I think differently and I move differently so that I can be with something different and experience something different. Um, I'm learning that every freaking day. Like, for real, for real. So I say all that to say, I just want us to, us as black women to start thinking about the energy that we truly carry. Not the energy we put on this Facebook app, this Twitter app. The energy we for real, really carry for real. Because when we think about how we even are when we are dating, like like a lot of us, we're not going to show our whole hand. So I'm not going to be like that for you in the beginning until you show me this and this and that. So then these men agree to, essentially, they agree to that because... You're showing something differently. So they're agreeing to that of what they're seeing. You know what I'm saying? And then sometimes we switch it the fuck up. We want more. We want this. We want that. It's like, why can't we just be honest and say we're complicated? You know, we're we're really hurting and we don't really know where to start. But we do know we are scared to go back down the road of saying that we have to take a lot of responsibility for things that are going on as well because we equate that with we are failures because of how we feel about how society makes us feel. And we got to get into a conversation about that because the babies are stubborn. The babies are stubborn. Very, very much so stubborn. And, you know, I don't know if a lot of us realize it, but we're not going to be in our 20s forever. We're going to get older. You know, we're going to need to be taken care of. We're going to want to be in love. We're going to want to have a family. And so we're going to want to have something functional. So that means on both parts, each party has work to do because each party has been traumatized. And I cannot say one greater than the other. I will not say one greater than the other. It affected us on an impact on the level that is great. On a scale that's just ridiculous to even compare. And so with with Carrie Hilson, I feel like, you know, let's just all get into the conversation. And let's just all talk about it. And let's get real ladies and really talk about our behaviors and what we have decided that we're not getting off of. Um, to comp- Not even to compromise, but to grow within and a lot of us are always on autopilot even while dating we're kind of on autopilot you know it's kind of just like a I don't know what to say but it's just like okay boom 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 but like how many of us are like 
working on us, though. I don't know if it's a lot of us. Um, because when you keep on attracting the same thing, it can't always just be these people. You have to be some of what you have to be somewhat of these people, because you're you keep attracting it. It's it's coming to you. That's not no. There's not a coincidence in something like that. So. I kind of probably feel like I went off on a tangent. wasn't trying to, but I just wanted to really make note of a lot of us are not even feminine in the first place. So it's almost ridiculous to say a man has to unlock levels in you of femininity when you're not feminine in the first place. You're not feminine even by yourself. You're not feminine. You're not soft to yourself. You don't even allow yourself (laughs) to do these things so you know it's just like a lot of men feel like that's bullshit bullshit I can sit here and treat you like the queen you are and you will fucking still I will not be adequate enough you will find a way to close off on me you want to know why I don't feel that way because we have trauma that David they can't fix same and it's a vice versa I'm not saying that it's just us so please don't take it that way I'm just keeping it on who I'm talking about and I'm not capping for men, but I'm also, I want I love black men. I love them. I want to be with a black man. I want to grow old with a black man. I want to have a black man's children. I want to have black children. I want to have a black legacy. So at some point I realized, like, I mean, I got to show love still. I don't have to be speaking for any black man who is, you know, demonized or something, like a person that's just really like toxic, like, oh my God, a killer, or I don't know what you want to say. I'm not, I don't even know. I'm just saying, like, I'm not speaking for none of that. But it's plenty of just black men in general out here trying to make it every day. And that's a fact. So I love them. <laughs> and they got to feel love. They got to feel wanted. They got to feel safe. They have to feel all the same things that I'm demanding that I need to feel as well. And if it's going to be just them giving to me, well, guess what? When they're empty, they can't give to me anymore. So I'm going to be right back where I started. So I don't know. I feel like I might as well start learning how to keep both of them filled. Myself first. Themselves first. And then us together. I don't really see nothing wrong with it. I don't know. Black love, <clears throat> I feel like, excuse me, black love is work. You know what I'm saying? Black love is work on both parts, not just amen. Just because what they do wrong is more often highlighted than what we do. Meaning, there is an excuse for what we do that is taken into consideration and applied. There's, there is none for them. Whatever they say, bullshit. That is what I mean by that. I love y'all for real. Get ready to get off of here. Got some things to do. But I appreciate you for listening to this podcast. This is episode number four. Um, or three, I think. Actually, three. I'm sorry. Um, and I enjoy myself. Please make sure you follow me on Instagram at so Selling Poet and Twitter, so Selling Poet. It is literally spelled exactly the way it sounds and the way it looks. (laughs) 
nothing special. Um, and thank you. Tune in for tune in next time.